Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world and welcome to the bloody awesome movie podcast spoiler mini-sode for Fast 10, not Fast X, Fast 10. My name is Matt Hudson from What I Watch Tonight and joining me from across the pond, he can be my car wingman anytime he wants, it's John Burke from BurkeReviews.com. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well, Matt. Thanks for uh, the intro. I'm always excited to talk additional movies with you for these spoiler episodes. Uh, yeah, and as you say, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. If you haven't seen Fast 10, we're going to be spoiling the living hell out of it in this episode. We re- we dropped our non-spoiler episode a few days ago. We were not up on the film. I think we, we didn't hate the film, but we weren't necessarily effusive with praise and now we get to the spoiler episode and we get to really dig in as to what we did and didn't like about the film. I wasn't a big fan of the film, John. As I said, I did like the first hour. I, I was enjoying it for what it was. I thought it was entertaining. I liked the scope of it. I liked the stunt work. I liked some of the action set pieces. But then it all kind of fell off the wagon when it became just oh, even more bonkers than it's been before. It just became so big. Um, and this is funny, John, because in that first hour, there is that set piece in Rome where Jason Momoa's villain, Dante, very, we'll get onto Jason Momoa shortly, I'm sure, but he has, he didn't just have a bomb. He has like a, it, it's like a cartoonish sized bomb. It's, 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 so it's, it's a boulder. It, 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 I think they used it to try and uh, run down Indiana Jones once. It's so big. Um, but this thing is literally rolling through the streets of Rome towards the Vatican at, t- at times it's on fire. It's a bomb and it's on fire. It's hitting things at such a velocity that you'd think as a bomb, it would blow up, but no, no, you know, Dom is able to, I think you said it, play rocket league with this damn thing and kind of maneuver it, trying to maneuver it towards the river. And you know, it was funny cause I could watch that and think this is, ridiculous this is stupid and dom is really starting to annoy me now with superman but i was still hanging in there with the film but i like the look of it you know seeing it to the rome is never a bad thing it was just everything after that so I, i'm still trying to quantify how i can kind of be on board with that even though it's absolutely ridiculous to then what we got later was like yeah no this is too much but um i know i think you mentioned that scene in rome as well in the non-spoiler. I enjoyed it for what it was until it did start to get too stupid at the end. But um, you said that there were parts in it you liked and there were parts which you just really didn't. This uh, kind of first major set piece, other than the Fast Five stuff, what did you think of that one? The the, the bomb in Rome? Um, yeah, yes. The is that what we bomb. mean? Yeah. I One, I didn't know it was a bomb right away. Like, I, I was so like, I'm like, wait, is it a is that the bomb? Like it's, it's a giant ball. Like what is happening? Um, I, I like parts of it. I don't like the setup. It has to be like Roman gets the thing in Rome and it's like, Oh God, why is Tyrese in charge? Like why, who thought good that point. was a good idea? Like even it's even supposed to be a joke in the movie and it, it doesn't really work. And then later it's supposed to be this emotional payoff where Luda tells him like, no man, you are a leader. It's like, no, no, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't No, 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 no. you have too many things happening in this movie and that's just one of the worst parts of it is him and the leader i can we though is it okay if we jump to cameos whatever you want my friend so pete davison plays a factor with the the rome crew right they show up in a thing and he's like a hacker and apparently people are are like 
really didn't like that cameo. I was I like Pete Davidson more than I used to. Um, I still haven't seen King of Staten Island, but or his show that's out. But I, I tend to enjoy like when I see TikToks with him and things like that. So I wasn't mad that he was in it. It seems unnecessary because he's barely in it. He's in like one sequence. He betrays them. He's he seems shocked that he's in it. <laughs> right like he, he's like am i in this hey that's fun i guess i'm in this like what's up what are people like, saying against it then what what are people's thoughts about why why they like, don't like it there was it? an article it might have just been clickbait i i didn't see exactly what it was i think they just felt it was like an odd performance and it, it felt like a sore thumb kind of thing and it it, it, it okay. is but so is that whole storyline with roman is like this this feels like the part that should have been left on the cutting room floor like Vin should be telling them what to do like it always has been. Even if he's boring, at least it makes sense why they're all doing things. And here it's just like, what? Like, we're supposed to believe the agency is just like sending them off now into separate missions? That doesn't make sense. Um, which it, it, it does wasn't, not. of course. We it, And it wasn't. It's part of the plot is that Momoa has sent them on this goose chase. But like, why weren't they suspicious of that? Like, it's never happened before. Why are we just accepting <sighs> this at face value? Like, it makes no sense. Um, which most of the movies we could, we could okay, say so, that about the film in general, John. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so much of it doesn't. And again, I know we're supposed to suspend our disbelief, but it has gotten preposterous. Like, there's that. a part with the helicopters have the car elevated, and somehow Vin Diesel wills the car to be heavier. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's off the ground, and, like, suddenly it's not. And it's like, no, that's not how gravity works. Like, the helicopters, if they can lift the car, the car cannot suddenly pull the helicopters. Like, it doesn't work that way. And then the cameos, though. So Pete Davidson's the blah, blah, blah. The Rock adamantly said he was not going to be in this and shows up in the post credit scene. And I was surprised. I was, like, genuinely surprised I thought they were going to allude to it being Hobbs and then right when he goes to peel the mask off, cut to black and then like maybe they can get him, maybe that'll push him over the edge or whatever. <laughs> but no, he already did it. Um, which I again I don't want to call like rock it was it all publicity, him like feuding with Diesel on on IG, or was this like realizing Black Adam's dead that he's like, I guess I might as well. Sorry, I will have to cut that. Um but it was so jarring to me that that warranted that random curse word out of my mouth that I don't usually say on the podcast. But I was shocked to see The Rock. Uh, what about you? Well, when because obviously he's in he's at the very beginning of the film, isn't he? When they when they uh, have that when they show I think it's Fast Five from the perspective of the bad guys here, and we're now looking at we're supposed to look at Vin Diesel and Paul Walker's character as the bad guys, as the thieves, and you can see The Rock there because it's you know, archival footage. And I thought maybe that is the, the rocks involvement in this film that people were talking about. And then, yeah, we get that mid credit scene and in Hobbs is there and he's now the next target for Dante. Um, it does kind of smack to me that I think, I think that there is the Rocky and a little bit of humble pie. It's easy to look at that IG stuff and say, Oh, it was all manufactured, but I don't know. A lot of people didn't seem to think that. A lot of people thought, oh no, this is just two big men being stupid. Um, and I think it is. The Rock's vehicle, excuse the pun, Black Adam, did not take off. It didn't get into first, second gear, JB. Uh, so I do think it is a case of, you know, Vin's probably gone back to him and said, well, 
you know, sure you don't want to come back and join the family. And Dwayne Johnson has thought, do you know what? I, I am going to rejoin the family because he probably knows that the Fast and Furious Endgame is going to be a big event. You know, the fans are going to love it. It's going to make a lot of money. You can make a big paid out of it as well. Uh, and it keeps him in the public eye in a huge film. So why, why wouldn't you? Uh, and it also potentially now gets a Hobson Shaw sequel maybe as well off of the ground. So there were more Which benefits to him. Books. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, exactly. It's already on the books, but now it looks more like it could happen. Um, so yeah. it was a bit more beneficial for him to do it, but it does so kind of smack a bit of like, like really kind of hypocrisy and backtracking, what? but uh you know, everyone else is back, so why not him, I guess? Well, and the thing that I think frustrated me the most, as much as, like, that was kind of like, oh, well, that's that seems kind of lame because he said he wasn't going to and all that. But my big mm-hmm. thing is um, Gail Gadot, right? Like, she so, shows up sacrifice. out of a submarine, and, <laughs> yeah, she died in, what, in eight, right? Like, um, or something, like, she... Seven or eight, yeah. She dies. It's a major moment. You're devastated by her death. And then she's like just back and she's like, what, in a submarine? Like, no one who dies in the Fast and Furious franchise has stayed dead except for Paul Walker. That is a dark joke. I'm so sorry. But But it's true. The though. thing what about, is what about John Cena, John? Is he gone? Oh, I mean, I would say yes, but there's no evidence to support that claim, right? Like it, he's consistently the these characters come back all the time and it's it's fine it is a soap opera we know it's a soap opera it's been a soap opera like you said telenovela it is that vibe for sure um and in those stories people don't stay dead uh it's the same it's wwe is a soap opera we forget the wrestling is a soap opera and wrestlers have quote-unquote died or whatever and not you know stayed gone (laughs) They blew Vince McMahon up in a a, a semi truck, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Like at one point, they buried um, the Undertaker so, alive, John. Right? Yes, yes. Um, they I, they basically did the oh, Friday God. the Thirteenth revise revision. I think Lightning brought him back. Um, so <laughs> it 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 was wild for her to be there again, though. Maybe for the same reason as The Rock, because from what we've heard, Wonder Woman is not going to continue. Wonder Woman in really? 1984 bombed, and Gun. While he's kind of been like, well, we don't know, we don't know, it also feels like, yeah, no, she's probably not going to be back as Wonder Woman, despite Shazam, and also Shazam uh, flopped Mm -hmm. uh, harder than it should have, which I don't think it should have, but it did, and so it might be the same thing of her, like, maybe she saw, like, oh, I guess my uh, my superhero time is over, I better go to this other franchise I was a part of, Um, Mm -hmm. and she's been pretty good in the Furious franchise, though, to be fair, by comparison to some of the other ones. and her and Han were great. I, I really, that was like my favorite part of like six and seven and why I was so upset about Han's fate. And, uh, and, but why I'm also mad that she's back because it was a sacrifice. Like you, you felt that loss and for her to just be back, it's like, Nope, Nope. You can't put me through emotional stuff and then bring a character back like that. That's why in rise of Skywalker, I was so upset with the fake out on Chewie. Cause it's like, Nope. Don't make me think a character that I love is taken out just to undo it seconds later and as a joke because that's not cool. Like, um, and uh, anything on those cameos? Uh, you you obviously thought of the Rock already, but like anything on the Godot stuff? It's, yeah, it just smacks now of 
let's get the band together. We are we are not adhering to any rules which we know about from the action in this film. Uh, Vin Diesel, Don Toretto outruns a huge inferno whilst driving down a dam somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, gravity means nothing, as you mentioned, with the helicopter thing. So rules are out the window. But it does take away an awful lot of the stakes for the films. Gal Gadot being back, yeah. uh, uh, like you say, her character was was actually one of the brightest spots of those films, and she's pretty good as the character. But what happens? You know, like John Cena died in this film, and I didn't f- I didn't feel anything when he did because they were just like, yeah, let's just keep going. Um, but yeah. is he? You know, did did he just launch his car into all those trucks, blow them up, and then next week, uh, next for next week, next film will come back with? A graze on his forehead. What do, what well, do we believe remember, anymore? Why? If he'd only sorry, go on. if he'd only listened to Dom tell his son that you have to feel the car, he could oh, have flown God. his body out of the car and perfectly into the other car. Because you know that driving lesson at the beginning of the movie clearly, clearly paid off. In we such all remember a good that way. driving oh. lesson. It's it's when he said to oh, him, "Oh, God. you know, luminous beings we are, not this crude matter. You know, let the force flow through." It's like, dude, it's a car. Just get in it, yeah. dry stick, and go for it. But um, yeah, no, I, it, you know, she, like you say, she came out of like in the snow in this submarine, dressed all in white like a damn angel or a dove coming back. I thought, what is? I, I don't like it when dramatic stakes are lowered. Chewie's a very good example. I agree with that. Um, and with Han coming back in, uh, Hobson Shaw, whatever it was, he came back in. Uh, it, it just kind of think I get that the writers in hindsight look back and think, Oh, I wish I could bring that character back because they'd work really well. And this part of the story, or I know the fans like them, but then that's their job to introduce a new character who is as cool as Han or as, as charming as Gal Gadot's character. Don't just bring them back because now what happens in, in the next film, if Jason Statham's character sure gets blown up, I don't believe he is. I mean, even in this film, we have uh, we have Luda, we have Tyrese and Natalie Emmanuel. They're in a plane which goes down. Jason Momoa's goon, uh, the guy who plays Jack Reacher, shot a rocket at the plane. Oh, yeah. It blows oh, up. You don't, you don't see that them in in it per se because the the plane goes around behind the mountains and blows up. But they're not dead, of course, because of course they're not dead. Uh, but the film wants you to believe they are. But I now do not believe that they are going to be. Um, so, but the villains stay dead. That's fine, but not the good guys. So uh, it's cool that they're back because it does lead to a huge finale. And, you know, the more stars, the better, because even if the films aren't good, at least we get some cool actors and actresses. But I think dramatic narratively, it's not something I've ever enjoyed unless they specifically like kind of point to the fact that, you know, they may not be dead at the time. Like with Gal Gadot, if some, if there was some kind of illusion that it was a sacrifice or something which I could believe that they could retcon and uh, and make me believe that, then fine. But I do not believe. You know, I don't. I don't believe that it was a setup or anything like that. So, that, but the, the cameo. Yeah. I mean, like Pete Davidson, no bother with that. Like you say, it's weird, no, but either. I have no issue with him being in the film. The Rock. Nope. I have no issue with him being in the film in the sense that his character is out there and it's a fairly focal point. And, and at least his character didn't die. Well, exactly. Yeah. The real world stuff is, it's stupid. It's got, uh, it's like a playground um, yeah. squabbling, 
But yeah, I mean, even, I mean, going back to Han having Gal Gadot and everyone coming back despite them being dead, it kind of it, and knowing that Dom Toretto can't be beaten up, it it really does just lower the stakes going forward. JB for me, yeah, I agree with that. Um, there was there one more thing. Oh, so the last thing is the smog of it all. The Ooh. worst part of the Hobbit trilogy is the end of desolation of smog because it ends in the middle of a scene and at the time everyone was mad because the hobbit is a short book by comparison where the lord of the rings are three books so three movies the hobbit one book three movies and everyone's like how how are you stretching oh we have all this excess stuff no 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 and there's no greater evidence that it was unnecessary than the ending of smog because you cut it in the middle of the dragon sequence, which was easily the best part of that because you know the fifth movie is not that, or sorry, the, the five armies or whatever, not that compelling. So you needed the dragon to start your weak movie. This movie ends on what's going to be called a cliffhanger, but isn't because it ends in the middle no. of a scene. After you stretched out the runtime, you don't even conclude this story. Meaning you didn't need, like, I don't believe we need three movies to finish the story that started in this film, especially when I know I can trim the fat out of this movie. So There's ending with the, the cut to black was was brutal. I thought terrible. Yeah, this this film does not, this film didn't need to be as long as it did. It, this film does not warrant a, a cut to black shot. It's just, it ain't that kind of film. I don't know quite know what they're doing with this. And it just alludes to what we said in the non-spoiler that these films should be, should have a consistent tone and they do not. Are they self very serious, stoic films like Vin Diesel would have you believe? Or are they the fun, campy films like some of the like the Tyrese Luda characters bring and Jason Momoa's wonderful turn as Dante, that kind of thing I could believe because then flying cars and Dom f- falling out of a plane in a car and landing fine and all the other stuff that he does, I could kind of buy into a bit more if they just embraced the the darkness and went with that tone. But instead, they're trying to build a mythology, and there is no mythology here. Now, there, there is literally no mythology which you could make around the family. And if I hear the word family again, I'm going to throw myself off that goddamn damn because I heard it so many times and none of it made any sense as to why they were saying it. But uh, also, there's a guy in his underwear exits a punch bag and runs off, which is one of the weirdest jokes I've seen in this franchise. I was like, where <laughs> did, did you that hear come him from? Well, he was groaning when he was hitting the punching bag. I heard someone groaning. Um, gotcha. I think that was a, I think that was a in a shot. Maybe it's in Hobbs and Shaw. I feel like they have done something with that with Statham's character, like beating someone up that way. Or I've seen it somewhere else because I was like, "There's someone in that punching bag." Early in the scene, he's like, "You hear him grunting and stuff." I was like, "Oh, he's beating somebody up." Um, but yeah, still a weird joke. Like it's still like, what the heck? <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's not as bad as Tyrese. So. God damn it, he sees some nuns in Rome and he says, he's like, move out of the way, this ain't none of your business. And I was desperate for that bomb to go off. I was like, just just end it now, please. (sighs) And I was enjoying this part of the film and then I heard that and even I wouldn't have made that joke and I am prone to making some terrible dad jokes and puns, but I'm not, I I wouldn't have done that. But yeah, I I really did want to like this film, John. And for the first hour, I was vibing. I was enjoying it. I was 
aware of the ludicrous nature of it, but I was letting it wash over me and enjoying it. But then it, it, they focus too much on Dominic and the family and the it, stuff, which I was, again, not to reiterate the point I mentioned in the non-spoiler, but that's boring. Vin Diesel is horrific in these films. He has become a lumbering oaf in these films. He, he barely says anything. He cannot emote to save his life. The, like as I mentioned, he is outacted by an inanimate object in the car and against Jason Momoa's kind of fun force of nature, agent of chaos. He's just shown up so badly in this. And it's, it's a shame because we know how much Vin Diesel obviously loves the franchise. He is the franchise, but I just can't be bothered when he is on screen. And that isn't just because Jason Momoa was such a magnetic presence. It's because he's so damn, but he's taking it so seriously. And this isn't a franchise you take seriously. And that isn't me trying to negate anybody's pleasure in these films. Not at all. But these are not films which you can build a mysticism up, uh, mythology, sorry, and really kind of take with a serious face. and, And this is art we're making. Embrace the wackiness. I'd love for the next film, if it's not, if it's going to keep getting bigger, embrace it a bit more. And that includes Michelle Rodriguez. That includes uh, Vin Diesel and that. <sighs> Open up, have a bit more fun. You can still be the main man. You can still be the tough guy, but just have a little bit more fun, please. Because then for someone like me, who isn't really into these films, I can, I'm not even being more forgiving. I can have more fun if I can see you guys are having more fun, which is why I love seeing Jason Momoa on screen because he's having a time of his life, John. I wanted to like this film more than I did. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Yep, and I agree. Anything else you want to add before we jump off, JB? That's it for me, man. Uh, And that is going to be it for me as well. Like I said, we have a non-spoiler episode, but we jump into this film for another 25 minutes or so in a non-spoiler fashion. Uh, Go check it out. We're going to be back again next week with our Little Mermaid episode, non-spoiler for sure. Uh, so check that one out. Uh, we would love to hear more about what you think about these films. Are we being too harsh? Are we not being harsh enough? Or should we just enjoy them for what they are? We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think about the film. Uh, on Twitter, you can find us at BAMP underscore podcast, B-A-M-P underscore podcast. And on Instagram, John bloody awesome movie pod yes sir facebook bloody awesome movie podcast we are on the tomato meter dropping our film reviews and contributing to that uh number that annoys people or people love in equal measures if you want to find me online you can do it what i watch tonight.co.uk or just search what i watch tonight across all of the socials including letterboxd uh john where are you online i'm at Burke reviews and at Burke reviews on all the social media platforms Yes, sir. If you like what we're doing here, and we certainly hope you do, please do drop us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice. It really does help the show grow. It gets more listeners in, and it's another way for us to hear from more film fans each and every week. And with that, as always, stay bloody awesome. And keep watching movies. Blood, 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 blood,